Most honorable superintendent, I Greetings, everyone. This is Marcus Staples, your servant in Jesus Christ, coming to you with another edition of Unpacking the Theology, the show that unpacks the reason behind the rhyme in Christian hip-hop. In honor of the upcoming Easter season, we will be continuing the series that we started last week by trekking our way towards the cross by unpacking Shylin's album, The Atonement, put out by Lamp Mode Recordings. This week, we're going to be looking at the next song on the album. Not the next track, but it is the next song, and it's called School Days. This song has been the subject of some debate as to what it actually means. It's kind of this song that's just thrown into the mix. It talks about a school, something about a modern American school where... There's hallways, and there's teachers and principals, and there's something about a superintendent. But what does that have to do with the theme of the rest of the album? I mean, it it comes in between a song about an Adam we're all dead, and then another song about how were we there when Christ was crucified. I mean, it doesn't really fit. None of the rest of the songs in the album come even close to this kind of topic. So why are we talking about a school? Well, Well, we can be sure of one thing. That in light of the context of the album, he can't be talking about an actual school. That this, much like a lot of what's found in hip-hop, is metaphorical terms and language. He's not actually talking about a school, but he's using school as an example to talk about a bigger picture. So anyone who says, he's, oh, this song's about a um, inner-city high school, well, uh, it can't be that, because that wouldn't make any sense whatsoever. I've generally understood this song, though, to be a metaphor of Israel during the time of the Old Covenant. Sometime before the resurrection of Christ, probably when the nation was under the control of the Romans, but it could just be a general history of the entire nation. And a few things led to my conclusion here. First is the location on the album. Like I said, it's between a song that talks about the fall and another one that asks, were we there when Christ was crucified? So my reason brought me to the point of, well, maybe he's telling a story that leads us from you know, the beginning in creation up to the cross. So we're still building towards that direction. Another thing that got me to believe this was that he touches on many of the different commandments that were broken. Also, his use of metaphors to talk about usurping leaders. These would be the Pharisees. And at last, Shilin calls for the school to be shut down, similar to how the old covenant was shut down after Christ rose from the dead. I also found a third-hand source that said Shai mentioned at a concert once that it was a metaphor for the world. Not specifically the nation of Israel, but the world as a whole. And I can definitely understand that too. Whatever the interpretation is, it has to be consistent with the theme of the album as a whole. So it has to be a metaphor of some kind, and it's talking about the sorry state of the school, or the sorry state of the world. Whether that world is the nation of Israel or the world in general, it doesn't really matter, because one thing is definitely clear that we can all see ourselves committing at least one of the sins mentioned in this song. And if you're wondering what those sins are, right now would be a good time to pause, go to the episode description, and take a listen to, or go and read the lyrics for the song. You can find the description in the podcast feed, or on our website, unpackingthetheology.wordpress.com. Now, on to our verse for the day. Our verse for the day comes out of Romans chapter 1 starting at verse 18. I'm not going to be reading every single verse in this passage. I'm only going to read a section of it. If you want to know the full context that's going on here, grab your Bible and read verses 18 through 32. Verse 18 starts, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men, who, by their unrighteousness, suppress the truth. For what can be known about God is plain to them, because God has shown it to them. For, although they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks to him. 
but they became futile in their thinking, and their foolish hearts were darkened. And, since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, God gave them up to a debased mind to do what ought not to be done. They were filled with all manner of unrighteousness, evil, covetousness, malice. They are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, maliciousness. They are gossips, slanderers, haters of God, insolent, haughty, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents, foolish, faithless, heartless, ruthless. Though they know God's righteous decree that those who practice such things deserve to die, they do not only do them, but give approval to those who practice them. See, God calls for us to keep his law, and not only keep it, to keep it perfectly. However, as we learned last week when we covered In Adam All Die, the fall put us at enmity with God. Paul writes in Romans 8, For to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. For the mind set on the flesh is hostile to God, for it does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. We don't keep the law. That's our default state as fallen humanity, hostile to God. And we need to keep the law perfectly. The problem is every one of us is guilty. The Apostle John writes in his first epistle, If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. We talked about this very thing in episode 24 of our show, where we covered Evangel's track, The Suspect. Evangel talks about how every human being is guilty of breaking at least one of the Ten Commandments. And the Apostle James tells us if we're guilty of breaking one commandment, we're guilty of breaking them all. That's the state the world's in. Shai's using metaphorical language here to talk about thieves and liars and swindlers and idolaters and fornication and justice and a host of other sins that are common around the world. And they're not hard to see. Just turn on the news or go to the front page of Reddit. You'll see that sin has run rampant. You'll see everything from murders in the streets to terrorism to lying politicians. No one out there is righteous. But is there a solution to this problem? Is there a resolution to this major sin problem? Well, first... We have to understand that close isn't good enough. God demands perfection. Jesus says in Matthew chapter 5, You therefore must be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. And we learn in Romans 7 that that can't be achieved by the works of the law, because the law is what exposes our sin. Paul also writes in Galatians 2, By the works of the law, no one will be justified. Therefore, how are we going to solve this sin problem? The only way to do that is to get rid of the old covenant, and to bring in a new one. The old covenant must be shut down. And that's where Shyland ends the song. Now, don't get frustrated that this episode seems like it's ending a bit early, presenting a problem and kind of presenting a solution, but not really giving what that solution is. Remember that this series will take us on a journey, and we have to start somewhere, and we're starting with the problem. Soon, we're going to get to the solution. But, If you want to sneak ahead, you can find in the episode description the link to purchase Shailen's album, The Atonement. Again, you can find that in the podcast description or on our website, unpackingthetheology.wordpress.com. And as always, if you have any songs you would like us to unpack, drop us a line on our Google Plus or on our Facebook page. You can find that at facebook.com forward slash unpackingthetheology. We hope you can join us for our next unpacking. Thank you and God bless. So that concludes my report, dear superintendent. A school like this, it just can't be what you had intended. And since I can't see it being built up from the ground, therefore my recommendation is to shut it down. 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 Shut it down.